Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Whatever time, I think time is just like completely irrelevant when you win in the 14th inning at like one whatever time it was in the morning. Again, time's irrelevant. Hi, Cardinals fans. Hope you are enjoying your Monday after that walk-off. Hopefully you're not quite as delirious as I have been all morning. But if you are, here's to you. Okay, I have sort of a confession. When I was out yesterday driving, I <laughs> nearly hit a cardinal that the car in front of me had already hit. I full-on swerved into the other lane so that I didn't hit it, but as soon as it happened, the superstitious baseball fan in me got this sinking feeling about the game on Sunday Night Baseball and the horror show that it could be. Fortunately, Cardinals Devil Magic lives! And that is not what happened, as the Cardinals went on to sweep Chicago Week. Can we just repeat that real quick? The Cardinals swept the Cubs at home on back-to-back walk-off wins in extra innings. I'm not gonna lie, I tried for like two hours to write a recap of this game, and I just kept watching the walk-off over and over and over again. So rather than doing that, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pull up the highlights on my handy-dandy MLB at bat app and look at some of the headlines for the highlight video clips that they have saved from last night's game. Let's start from the top. Well, almost the top because Michael Walker gave up one early run, but was able to limit the damage, and that was a good sign. Then, in the bottom of the first inning, full disclosure, I wasn't watching at this point because I was recording the interview for the series preview of the twin series that went up this morning, but I got text messages letting me know exactly what had happened when Contreras cuts down Vader. Okay. Harrison Bader, after the game, called that stupid aggressive. It was just, it was not a good risk to take. Moving on. Wong's sliding stop starts double play. Yes, yes it did. This is what Colton Wong brings to the table defensively, and he makes plays that no one else on this roster is capable of making. Getting big outs like that at any point in the game is important, but especially when you're down by a run early to the Cubs, in a weird game where there's already rain delays and it's gonna be one of those nights. It was also, however, one of those nights where Jed Jerko, possibly the most part-time power hitter ever, actually got a chance to start and he made it count with a solo shot in the second inning. Jerko's solo home run is one of the headlines for these highlights and a highlight it was. Lester escapes bases loaded jam is a thing that I feel like happens all the time to the Cardinals when they're playing against John Lester. Because early in games, a lot of times he looks extraordinarily beatable. The Cardinals put a lot of runners on base, they force the issue, they play aggressive, and then don't score to take advantage of those opportunities. And somehow when Lester escapes those jams, it gives him this whole new life, and then he goes on to shut the Cardinals down for the rest of the game. At this point, it looked like that's what was about to happen. Don't you worry, though. Even with the Cubs back on top with a 2-1 lead, Colton Wong's gonna do his thing. Now, okay, the headline is Wong's RBI triple ties the game. 
let's be honest, are we calling that a triple or an error? Because it was hit right at Jason Hayward. And while, yes, that might be a much more difficult play to make than it looks, pretty sure it glanced off of his glove. You know, that was a situation that felt different than what we've seen in the past for the Cardinals, right? Because much like Saturday night, the Cardinals got down after coming back to tie it, then they gave the lead right back up. And in those situations last year, it felt like the Cardinals never, ever, ever came through. They get back down by a run and then game's over. You might as well just pack it in and go home. But instead, this team found a way to get it done with an assist from Jason Hayward. Also with an assist from the Cardinals bullpen because uh, Cardinals pen shuts down Cubs was perhaps one of the most significant highlights of the eight and two thirds innings after Michael Walker left the game. In the absence of guys like Dominic Leone and Bud Norris, who let's be honest, would probably have been two of the key players in that game had they been available, Everyone whose number was called had to step up, and it started with Luke Gregerson, who's been a little bit hot or cold. He was on last night. Then it was Tyler Lyons, who sometimes is a loogie, sometimes is a long reliever, but whatever they ask him to do, last night, he did it. Then it was Jordan Hicks. And I want to talk quickly about Jordan Hicks for two reasons. One, I'm not going to lie, I was a little worried about Francisco Pena catching Jordan Hicks because of what had happened the previous night, but also because anyone who's not accustomed to catching 102 miles an hour with sink might have some issues, but Pena did a great job. Secondly though, there's this ongoing idea that Jordan Hicks is actually not good because he doesn't get strikeouts. Let me be very clear. I think that is a part of Jordan Hicks's development that needs to continue to happen. However, He's 21 years old. He had never pitched above A ball before this season. The Cardinals put him on the major league roster knowing that he had not learned how to miss double A bats. He had not learned how to miss triple A bats. He had certainly not learned how to miss major league bats. And the fact that he's now not missing major league bats shouldn't be that big of a surprise. Now, would I have liked for him to come in and strike out the side? Yeah. Strikeouts are fun. Strikeouts are sexy. Strikeouts get everyone talking. Strikeouts make you Josh Hader. But did three weak ground balls do the job just as effectively? Yes. Listen, I'm not gonna sit here and try to tell you that Jordan Hicks doesn't have work to do, because he very clearly does. That was why I was hesitant for the Cardinals to put him on the Major League roster, because he doesn't necessarily have the time to do the development that he would in the minor leagues. But I'm also not about to sit here and tell you that one trick pony or not, we should really just write him off. Because his one trick is pretty cool. And he's done all right with it. I trust that the Cardinals know the strikeout rate is something that's going to need to improve. The walk rate is something that's going to need to improve. But right now, they have what Jordan Hicks is, and it's raw, and it's exciting, and it's special. It just needs to be polished. And the polishing will come. Just be patient. But anyway, Greg Holland also pitched a clean inning and that was very important, not only because it was clean, but because he looked much more in command than he has. Not quite enough in command to be named the closer, but better. Progress, baby steps. Also more in command was Sam Tuivailala, who may have looked as good as I have ever seen him last night. 
course, coming back off of the DL and spending a lot of time not pitching while wasting away in the bullpen, but I digress. Tui came in and not only was his velocity back up, but I have never seen the pinpoint accuracy from him that we saw last night. I mean, wherever Pena put the glove, that's what Tui hit. It was so impressive to me. Sounds like it was impressive to Mike Matheny after the game. And that's the guy he really needs to impress if he wants to have a bigger impact on this team. And then there's Mike Myers, who was pitching on Sunday Night Baseball, which was actually Monday morning baseball. But the point is the last time he had that experience, it wasn't pleasant. Now, he did in fact give up the Baez 14th inning go-ahead home run, but he's certainly learned from his experiences over the last year, and this time on national television, he made a pretty good case for the way he can contribute at the major league level. But the Cardinals were back down by a run. And again, this is the sort of scenario where last year I would have said, well, I'm just gonna turn this one off and go to bed because it's over. However, Harrison Bader and his speed and a bad throw from Javi Baez made me stick around for just a little longer. <clears throat> Fowler's walk-off two-run jack. What? So with two outs and two strikes in the 14th inning in the wee hours of Monday morning, Dexter Fowler against his former team sends one just barely over the glove of Jason Hayward in right field. And based on the radio calls, based on the television calls, I don't think anyone thought that Jason Hayward was not gonna catch that. Now, it would have been a pretty spectacular play, but a play that I think he would tell you he should have made for the second time that night. The Cardinals walked it off for the second night in a row to complete the sweep of the Chicago Cubs. And still this morning, I find myself in disbelief that this is the Cardinals team we're watching. I still don't really know what to make of it, except that the Cardinals have won five in a row. And they've won five in a row, not just against the Reds. So maybe that narrative can go away. They've also protected home field against the Cubs, which is something they didn't do last season. Something that Colton Wong has been very passionate about in the last couple of days, and I couldn't be more excited to see that from him. The Cardinals might be special, you guys. And I'm kind of all about it. <laughs>